President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. There he is, as my partner would say, the imbecile-in-chief, Joe Biden, courtesy of 60 Minutes, CBS last night. Scott Pelley said a whole bunch of really stupid stuff. Now, that one is true, though. The pandemic is over. It's just it's been over for a long time. I just... He just seemed to figure that out. But it's, this is not my area of expertise. When I talk stuff like this, I love our next guest. She's a uh, senior correspondent on Fox News. She's now written two very successful books. She's a wonderful doctor. She's beautiful. She's got it all. It's my friend, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Nicole, good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful, Sid. Thanks for having me on this busy Monday morning. It's always great having you on, whether it's busy or not. And I've got great news for you, just in case you didn't know, Nicole. Shh, the <laughs> pandemic is <laughs> over. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. You know, to be honest, when I, when I watched that last night, I was like, hey, finally, he's catching up. But, but here's the issue. Uh, everyone else needs to get the memo now because even though the president has said the pandemic is over, which, by the way, yeah, the emergency of the pandemic, the emergency of COVID is over. And by the way, it's been over for a while now. Um, we still have schools who are having mask requirements for children. And we still have schools and hospitals and other places that have vaccine and booster mandates. And people are still being fired. New York alone just fired hundreds of teachers and teachers' aides because of the vaccine mandate. I mean, all of these mandates should be null and void at this point. And by the way, all of the future vaccines, boosters, tests, treatments, enough with the emergency use authorization. They need to be fully vetted through the FDA's approval process. By the way, Title 42 also. I mean, that's uh, thank God for that because that does stop some of these migrants from entering the country. But you may want to tell some of the folks at the border that the pandemic is over too, no? Well, you know, it's interesting. I was actually on the big Saturday and Sunday show this weekend, and I said the exact same thing. I'm like, right now we have tens of thousands of migrants illegally crossing the border, and about half of them are quickly turned back around um, and sent back under Title 42. Now, Title 42 was implemented through the Trump administration when the COVID pandemic started. But at any point when the CDC says the pandemic is over, the emergency is over, Title 42 goes away. And all of a sudden, they're not able to turn around and send half of those migrants back. So what are they going to do? I mean, what are we, we're going to leave it to the border czar, Vice President Harris. You think she's <laughs> going to figure it out? What is her approval rating right now? It's like 39%. Because she's doing nothing. And so we're going to be in big trouble if they remove Title 42 without having something in place. Yeah, I doubt they will. But uh, I guess, you know, what what happens a lot, Nicole Sapphire, and you're on Fox News, so you know this, above and beyond the medical conversation, is that he'll say stuff like, well, if uh, China goes into Taiwan, we're going to go in there and, and fight. You know, he, he's not supposed to say that. So then the White House has to kind of walk back what he said so is there maybe a chance that the White House will have to walk back the pandemic talk just based solely upon what we just talked about, Title 42? Well, certainly, I mean, the poor White House staffers, they definitely have had their work cut out for them over the last year. But it's true. When the president says something, they quickly have to walk things back. And 
you know, uh, to be honest, I've been in the hospital all morning. I, I'm waiting to see what happens throughout the day, but I'm sure they're going to have to pull something back. They're going to probably word it. Well, what he meant was because we have the vaccines and the boosters <laughs> and the tests and the blah, 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 that people aren't dying anymore as much anymore, but COVID is still here. It is still here to stay. And anybody who still wants to put forth all of these mandates should be able to do so, even though they're outdated, they're anti-science and, uh, the pandemic and the emergency truly are over. Yeah, you know, I tell you, I, I have not felt well for about, uh, well, I hadn't felt well, I should say, for about three weeks. I'm better today, 100%. I got a lot better last Thursday and Friday. Uh, and I thought, I don't know, maybe I had COVID. There were some symptoms that uh, would have been similar. So I went to the uh, the urgent care on Thursday night, and they gave me like five different medications, prednisone, uh, you know, a, a uh, antibiotic, an allergy pill. And after losing my voice for two consecutive weeks, I'm not exaggerating, Nicole, I'm back 100%. I feel great. But yet there was still that thought, because of my wife, to be honest, Danielle, in the back of my mind about the COVID. It just seems like no matter what happens these days, if a kid gets a snipple, if somebody sneezes, somebody coughs, we still scream COVID. Is that ever going to go away? Well, unfortunately, it's here to stay for a while because we have all just been so brainwashed into, you know, the first year of the pandemic. COVID still, the virus, it was really an unknown, and we had a lot of people dying from it. No one had any form of immunity. Um, We didn't know a lot about it. We didn't know how to treat it. Um, And so all of a sudden, this, you know, pervasive anxiety and fear kind of took over. And that's that's really hard to do away from. Um, Thankfully, the majority of Americans have actually had COVID and recovered, so they kind of know what it's about. So anybody who still has this um, unwavering fear of it, you know, that's more of a mental health issue and not so much a physical or, you know, their perceived fear does not equate to the reality of their risk. Um, But I think it's going to take us a few years to kind of get over that. And yeah, newsflash, uh, you can get sick with anything these days. Uh, allergies are acting up, bronchitis as we go into the colder weather. And unfortunately, COVID is like the only thing that you could actually get out of work for. So <laughs> sometimes I find people saying, gosh, dang it, it wasn't COVID. I'm going to work. <laughs> You're right. Uh, this is Dr. Nicole Sapphire, great doctor, Fox News correspondent, big time author twice now. You know, uh, obviously, you know what my partner is going through. Bernard, he's not here uh, most of the time now. He's been out now. This is his seventh consecutive week. And he, he has cancer. And I know you work with that every day. That's your field, actually. Uh, I was talking, actually, your colleague, Dr. Mark Siegel, a couple of weeks ago about some advances they're making. And Joe Biden actually, last week, actually came out and said, I think a bit premature and in ridiculous fashion, but he said, you know, basically, we're about to cure cancer. Uh, give me something, something uh, material, something medical that will make me believe that uh, we are really making some, some inroads with this awful disease. Well, first of all, when you talk about cancer, it's not it's not a one-size-fits-all. There are many different types of cancer, many, 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 even breast cancer. There are many subtypes of breast cancer, all with varying prognoses. So when you say you're going to cure cancer, I find that, to be honest, uh, offensive, um, especially for the people who work in cancer care, because it's like, listen, uh, we are doing everything we can to make sure people survive from cancer, but there is never going to be a one-all cure for cancer. It's just not a reality. But what we can do is do everything possible to rid people of the disease or make it so that they are able to live with their disease 
like as though it is a chronic illness instead of a fatal illness, kind of the way that people do with cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and some other things. They live with it for life. And we've already been able doing that with a lot of cancers. You have people like Olivia Newton-John who was walking around for over a decade with metastatic breast cancer. And her initial Wait a second, wait a second. Well, not, not, not to stop you, but she actually had it for four decades. No, so she had her initial diagnoses four decades. Oh, okay. But then she was diagnosed with metastatic disease. Oh, metastatic. Meaning it, right, it, right. it went throughout her entire body. Right. That was a decade ago, and she lived with that. You, you know, back in the day, even five, ten years ago, a lot of people, when they were diagnosed with metastatic disease, you know, that was a death sentence for them. But not anymore when it comes to certain cancers. And, you know, I, I know the Moonshot Initiative means a lot to President Biden, and I think it is great to um, usher resources to it. But unfortunately, I think a lot of the um, finances and resources through the initiative aren't necessarily directly going to cancer-related treatment and care. So, you know, I was reading through it a few months ago. You know, a lot of it goes to diversity and education and some of these other oh, things, yeah. which – you know, maybe important, but when you're talking about trying to extend people's lives, maybe it should be a little bit more focused. Agreed. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, one of the things you talk about in Make America Healthy Again, one of your two uh, tremendous books, and I, I'm glad you did this, by the way. And you and I talked about it back then, I think maybe on Instagram, because COVID knocked everything else out, was uh, the, obesity, the obesity problem here. I mean, we talk about COVID, we talk about heart disease, we talk about cancer, all these things that do kill a healthy amount of Americans every day, every month, every year. But uh, the elephant in the room, and excuse the pun, uh, obesity. Is there anything worse uh, in America today than that? Well, obesity is a major problem in the United States, and obesity is linked with cardiovascular disease, respiratory problems, cancers, metabolic syndromes, many, many things. And uh, the United States, well, we win. We win for the fattest country in the world. it's quite an embarrassing win. Um, but sure, cigarette smoking and alcohol also right up there with just something being purely toxic to your body. But unfortunately, you know, it is it is upsetting when you look around and you look at our the youth of um, America right now. Not only are adults overweight, but our kids are too. Yes. And upward of 40 to 45 percent of all kids are overweight. They're not getting thinner as they get older. They're only going to get larger, and that is largely because that they have adopted the ways of their parents. And we are living very sedentary lifestyles full of electronics and lack of physical activity and lack of going outside. And it's really disheartening because our chronic illness is only going to get worse as this generation, who also have suffered throughout COVID, is just going to continue to suffer. Mm. So on the way out, are you one of those, Nicole, and again, you're a beautiful lady. You keep yourself in great shape. Uh, even when you fell down the stairs, you still look great. <laughs> that, was, that was a rough time for you. I remember that, Nicole. But um, are, you, are you one to, like, recommend diets? Like, I got friends who, like, uh, like fast, and uh, they're losing weight, and they, 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 they feel better, and they look healthier. But are you a diet type of person or more of a lifestyle change type of person? So I, I talk about this in Make America Healthy again. I hate fad diets. I hate anything heavily restrictive. I am in everything in moderation kind of person. That's because those heavily restricted diets and lifestyle changes, unfortunately, are really hard to maintain. And so while people tend to lose weight initially, you know, for the long term, oftentimes they just gain it right back. So for me, you well, know, let me stop you for I, a second. But, but, but hold on. But let's say that you're actually disciplined enough. I agree with you. The overwhelming percentage do exactly what you say. They they stop eating buns, but eat burgers. They, they gain 40 pounds in a month. But if you're disciplined enough to keep it going, would you at least agree that those diets do work? 
Yeah, I think there's some give and take to them. I think when you're talking about eating, you know, high protein diets, um, some of them, what is it, like the paleo and the other stuff, sometimes yeah. they can increase the protein in your blood so much that it can affect your kidneys. It can infect, affect your liver negatively. And so I actually don't think that's the right thing to do. I think, you know, as a whole, what we should focus on is decreasing our systemic inflammation. And a way to do that is by increasing fruits and vegetables and things with antioxidants in it, like blueberries. Um, but anything that's heavily restricted and doesn't, you know, take pieces from all the food groups, I think can also just have negative consequences or consequences to the body um, in general. And what about, uh, last thing, calories? Do uh, people pay way too much attention to their caloric intake every day? Yeah, I think caloric uh, monitoring is actually a very good thing. But uh, what does it matter if you're eating, uh, you know, eight or however many, 1,200 unhealthy calories? I mean, I could sit and eat a box of Triscuits and I could say, (laughs) oh, I only had 800 calories for the day. Well, that's not very healthy for you. Um, you know, or I can be like, yep, I had two donuts today, but I stayed in my calorie limit. Like, no, 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 that's not going to work. That's not going to keep you healthy. So you have to make sure you're eating healthy calories. All right, to wrap this up in a nice little bow, once again, on 60 Minutes, CBS, Scott Pelley last night, President Biden said the pandemic is over. We've known that for quite some time. So your final words, once again, on the president's words last night. Ultimately, the emergency, the state of emergency is over. It's been over for a long time. Um, I'm glad to see that he is finally moving forward uh, so the rest of the people can. Um, Unfortunately, they need to go a step farther. They need to um, speak out on people who are still putting forth these restrictions, mask mandates, vaccine booster mandates, because at this point, they truly are causing more harm than benefit. And when it comes back to a healthy lifestyle, everything in moderation, uh, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So uh, I would say live your life to the fullest, but, you know, just take it easy every now and then. All right. Sounds good to me. You're great as always, Dr. Nicole. Thank you for hopping on with short notice. Really a tremendous job. Love you. Thank you so much, Nick. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You got it. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Fox News senior correspondent, two times a big-time author, and just happens to work at Sloan Kettering, too. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. What a run of guests today, huh, guys? John Katsimatidis was great. Rich Lowry, Scott Bayo, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. And think of the range of topics we discussed this morning, along with all your sports and pop culture. You want to know why we're number one? Let's go back and listen to this show. I mean, real easy to figure out. Bernie and Sid, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.